1: show you the way <laughs> it sounds it sounds like one of those what is that uh one of those car commercials like you know auto zone take you to the limit uh what's up you guys it's so bad it's good with ryan bailey it is wednesday hump hump dance <laughs> i'm sorry you guys already i'm sorry today we have an amazing show for you because we have an amazing guest we always have amazing guest, but today is somebody that is very close to my heart because she is on my favorite show right now. That show, what if I was like, that show is The Crown, and she plays the, no, that show, of course, is Summer House, and the person that I'm talking to today is one Miss Lindsay Hubbard. Yes, she is activated on this podcast with us. I mean, she actually does get activated. This was one, this was a fun interview. Like, I got to tell you, there were no tears. I it's it's rare that you actually talk to somebody, and I think halfway through, I felt like I was in an episode of Summer House. Like she got like really worked up about something, and there are a couple moments where I was. I mean, I can talk. I mean, she, you guys, there is a moment in here where we're talking about her, um, her list for life. Remember that they showed that at the first. Part of the season, and it had mapped out her and Stephen Stravi's relationship, and I, I was blown away by that. And you guys, she went and got it and showed me. Yeah, it was. It might have been the best moment of my life. That's where we're at with my life. Yeah, that might have been. I was so happy. I was so excited. Um, but we also get into so many things. We get into her relationships in the house. We get into what brought her to New York. I mean, she is exactly. And at one point she even tells me like, no, 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 keep going with this line of questioning. I like it. You know, like she is, you can see where she is a high achiever, a type A personality. You can see that she gets shit done. Like I felt like I was, I, I, all I can say is I felt she is exactly who she comes off on screen. And I mean that in the best way. I really, really like Lindsay. And I really even like her more after I talk to her. And I think you guys are going to too, because she was just down. She was down to clown. That's uh, she was just down to clown. She was, I mean, it was great. And I just, so on these is that, you know, I don't know these people before I start. And there's always a Bravo rep. On the line with you, and uh, they're always the, the the Bravo reps I've dealt with are, are are really nice, and and Lindsay's is definitely nice. But it just it cracks me up thinking that they have to sit there and just listen to me fawn over Lindsay. I like sometimes think of them as just like, are they just doing like the jack off motion? Like, look at this joker. Here we go, kissing Lindsay's ass again. Um, But uh, it was great, and she was doing it out of her apartment, and I guess I found out afterwards that she had just taped Watch What Happens Live because she was, I'll I'll put some pictures up tomorrow, but she was in a, like, full face of makeup, she had her hair extensions in, and I was like, dang, she did this for me? Like, I didn't even shower today, that's wild. And then I realized afterwards that she had been on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't realize that going in, the Bravo rep told me afterwards, and I was like, damn, I would have, but it was great. Like, the Bravo, I think the the Watch What Happens Live was kind of like the warm-up to So Bad It's Good. So she was on fire within, like, 15 minutes of this interview, and it's interesting. I was listening to my friend and the friend of the pod, Sarah Heron, from Us Weekly. She has a podcast uh, for the right reasons. It's usually about The Bachelor, but this week she had Paige and Hannah on, and I was listening to some of that, and I reached out to Sarah to, you know, say, great interview, because... Hannah was losing her shit about people coming for Dez and stuff. And I I thought that was just interesting. we talk a little bit about Hannah in this, but I wanted to keep it as light as possible. And also just so you know, I do have restrictions on things that I can ask. So let's say, let me use an example. So let's say there's another Bravo show That is coming up in the future that has been rumored. Okay. I'm not, I'm just using this as an example. I don't even think that exists. Uh, It is definitely not another, uh, any form of house or any kind of season, uh, but I can't ask about that. So I know that going into it. And I also know, like, uh, I can't ask. a lot of specific questions say if they they were to have a reunion in a couple of weeks i can't ask specific so i know there are some guidelines to this and then how it works usually is and i've talked about this multiple times on the podcast so i said i i was like i need to ask Lindsay about um uh, kick the kids out of the cars you guys i need to ask her about the finger banging and i was like i gotta ask her about that and i talked to my mom uh before and she was like uh absolutely don't do that do not do that that's disgusting and i was like so when i got into it i and she was so nice that it was hard i mean we do i mean there are some crazy things discussed but i just couldn't go i mean i you know the incredible hulk in me you know the the um You know, the Jekyll and Hyde part of me wanted to do it, but then I didn't, you know. But also, at the same time, she really was super funny. She had a great sense of humor, so it could have worked. We'll never know. Maybe if she comes on again, I'll be like, Hey, I forgot to ask you a huge question last time. What about that finger banging? Um, (laughs) How many people have shut off the podcast already? Um, but no, this is just like a, I mean, if you guys are looking for a little pep to your day, I think this interview is going to be it because I think you can hear my excitement. I think she was in a good mood and it was just really, really cool. And there's a couple things that I had to cut out, um, you know, per Uh, instructions. And those things were really good. But the other things are really good as well. So I am so ecstatic. And thank you to Bravo for I don't I don't even know if Bravo listens at this point. But if you do, thank you so so much for allowing me to talk to somebody that I've always wanted to talk to since I've been watching this show. And I'd like to if Bravo is listening, uh, I need the screeners. I'm seeing, once again, people uh, bragging about having the Real Housewives of New York or and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills episodes now. And it's always hysterical when people put that out on tweets. Like, it's like, it, it, it's po- I think they think they're like, oh, I'll put this out to get the get the base excited. But in reality, I think a part of it is to brag that they have the screeners. Now, I've had screeners in the past, and I usually don't tell anyone. Um but, anyways, Bravo, if you're listening, I can be trusted with screeners. I won't do any of those weird tweets unless you want me to. I mean, you can have my Twitter account if that is uh the case so uh, but anyways, Lindsay Hubbard is amazing. I do want to point out, we talk about this on the show. She does have that t-shirt line that says like activated. She was wearing a really cool tie dye one that actually looked great. I'll try to put a picture up on the Instagram and I know she has the, the sandwich shirt, but I, and also I just, I just, I don't know. I really like her. I think she's great. It reminded me of friends that I actually have. Like it, it felt like I was talking to, to a friend, you know, and that was, it was very kind of jokey and like you know back and forth and I don't know I, I really like that she really um gives as much as she gets like I was like poking fun at certain things and she was poking fun back and it was uh it was really cool so um A couple things before we get to that interview, just in a couple minutes. Um, This is crazy, you guys. It's always something with this podcast. It looks like we are down on Apple Podcasts right now. So if you've already subscribed, it should not affect the feed. You should get this. I'm praying to God you get this episode. God, please, dear God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear baby Jesus and God, will you please... Make sure the Lindsay Hubbard episode of Summer House of So Bad It's Good, will you make sure it gets in listeners' ears, dear God and baby Jesus? Um, I know there's a lot of other crazy things in the world going on, but I just my big my big ask is that Apple podcast listeners will get this podcast in their ears. Uh, thank you so much, God and baby Jesus, and I hope you guys have a good day. Uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, what if I that was just all my prayers was just podcast related? I pray to get a good review on the Lindsay Hubbard um, interview today. I love that's my prayer voice too. Dear God, it's me, Ryan. What is that uh, Judy Blume book, uh, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Are you there, God? It's me, Ryan. I don't feel so well today. Um, um, uh, so I hope we're up by, I don't even know why we're down. I've emailed Apple. I've emailed Buzzsprout. If any of you guys, if any of you guys have podcasts and you're having trouble with Apple podcasts, let me know. We're still up on Spotify and all these other places, but please, if you, uh, if you see something, say something, you know, uh, please let me know because that's the only way I found out was a couple of people messaged me to say they couldn't find it. And I was just like man this podcast is going so good that people are trying to take it down. We will not go quietly into the gentle night folks we are going to storm on so hopefully that'll be fully fixed tomorrow but it is funny it's always something so I would say please leave me a five star review on Apple but I right at this moment I don't I don't think you can. Um Join up for the Patreon if you'd like to. Patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I uh, just did a hour and a half summer house with Emily Clayton that will not be going on the main feed this week. So that will be over there. And I know the Dallas recap and the Miami season two, episode one with Medita Lopez will be on there as well. Um, and that, I think that is all the business. Um, what a wild day, though, you guys, huh? I hope everybody is hanging in there. I hope we all have hope. Um, uh, I was I, 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 was very relieved to hear certain things today, and, and I just want um, everybody to have time to heal. It has been a real kick in the nuts year and a half, but I, I can't imagine um, what it's like for so many people even on top of this year and a half. So I do pray for everybody to to find peace. Uh, I pray for justice. And I pray that we can continue on with our lives after this, this, this really, really crazy year and a half. But I mostly want uh, laughter for everybody. And I hope this interview does it. Uh, there is nothing else today. I just wanted to highlight this interview. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, really, for real, You've made this so successful that I can get people like, you know, Lindsay from Summer House and and, and things like that. So I don't take your listenership lightly. Thank you so much. I'm not going to cry. Shut up. Don't even don't even I can see the people listening like, oh, he's going to cry. I'm not crying. But here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Hubhouse herself, Summer House's Lindsay Hubbard.
0: Oh, I'm on.
1: <laughs> Hello.
0: Okay, so all right, Casey. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so I was just calling Casey. My public says yeah. Oh, wait, you can't see me. Yeah.
1: I just let somebody else in the room. Hey.
0: Um. So I have this like aggressive. Hold on. Oh Jordan's on. It's me. I'm on her Zoom for whatever. Oh, it's reason. Casey. It's me. <laughs> hey Casey. Your speaker is not working. Hey. Great. Love this I'll just be on in the hit. background, Ryan.
1: For well, I think I think something might be wrong. One hold second.
0: Hold on. I can't hear you guys. One second. <sighs> okay. I can hear you now.
1: Okay. Is everything all right?
0: Can you hear the construction going on behind me or
1: No, it's it's actually not that bad.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's like legit. It's the most New York story you can possibly get.
1: No, and I'll I'll run it through audio processors afterwards so it'll try to clean up any kind of like exterior noises. Okay. okay. Hey, I'm Ryan, by the way. Thank you so much for doing this.
0: Oh my gosh, I know. I'm <laughs> sorry that it took so long. No, like... no, no, no.
1: I'm sure you are uh, pulled in every which direction right now. So thank you for even making any time. Um, how long do I have? Because I have like a billion questions. So I just want to make sure I land it with whatever you need.
0: Um, You have me for as long as you want. <laughs> I just have get wine getting delivered. So at well, some that, point that's, i that that's get actually up to go.
1: that's really important. Yeah, we and if you need to pause for anything, just let me know, okay.
0: Yeah, think like yeah 40 well, 45 sounds pause. great. That's
1: Brian, perfect, just... Jordan. Oh, that's perfect, Casey. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Okay. okay.
1: Thanks. <laughs> um and is there any delay, uh Lindsay, when you hear me?
0: No, is okay, there cool. a delay when you hear me?
1: No, not at all. I just am I to like sure.
0: bright enough? I need to be brighter, don't I? Hold on. Mm, this is as bright as I'll get. Maybe <laughs> I'll put the shades down behind me. Okay. Yeah, I have like a, a lot of windows. Wow. Is that helpful? I Should think I put so. That Let's third see. One down?
1: Is that Let's better? See. Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. And you got the activated shirt on. That's amazing. Okay, cool. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I've
0: activated. The, the the construction outside is really activating Man, this me. Man, is,
1: this is perfect. I, I get know. you activated. This is amazing. Um, Okay. And if there's anything yeah, that you don't you like- Yeah, you have an I'm,
0: activated hubs. I'm feisty as fuck right
1: now. <laughs> if there's anything that you don't it's like, like, you pounding. say- I'm happy to cut anything out that you say that you don't like, okay? Okay. Um, okay I have let, a lot
0: of hair too.
1: Oh, so me too. Hair. That's perfect. So, Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is somebody that I am so excited uh, to talk to. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know she is my favorite person this season on my favorite show of this year. Uh, she is known for so many things. She's the funniest person out there this season. She's also actually being completely truthful. Uh, you might know her as somebody that is in public relations. You might know her as somebody that has, uh, I, you know what? I just got to get Lindsay Hubbard, Summer House. Welcome to the show. Oh my God.
0: Oh my God. Ryan,
1: <laughs> what I, an I just, intro. Well, this is, I mean, I could, I could go on and on. in the fact that I even made my parents watch Summer House, uh, the uh, last three episodes, because they're on all the time, my dad has a crush on you from the dress you oh. wore. And then my mom, but my mom has a crush on Stravi. So it's tearing them apart. Uh, oh, I, no. Yeah, I don't, oh um, no. And I've had to explain a lot of weird sexual things to my parents, which is not uh, the best.
0: Based on me? Well, based of on the me? whole house. Oh, no, God, no. Mainly, so... mainly
1: Des and Hannah. Mainly Des and Hannah. Um, I got to ask. Oh, this my is,
0: gosh. Wait, do, is, do your fans like do, do your followers or listeners? Do they know me as Lindsay or Hubhouse?
1: <laughs> Hubhouse. I mean, well, everybody will write in like, "Oh, you're talking to Hubhouse," which I kind of like really dig. But uh, I try to go with the professional name of Lindsay. But uh, Hubhouse really has stuck. Or they'll they'll always say they'll any message I get about you they'll they'll end it with more life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like Carl and me, like, yes! merged together as a human. <laughs> it's like Hubhouse, more life. <laughs> well, I,
1: I really think of you guys, and I know this might sound ridiculous to you, but you guys are the Beatles right now of reality shows. Vanderpump Rules used to be, like, the Friends cast, and I feel that's moved over to you. You've been on this show, what, five seasons now, almost, and, like, did you expect when it first started to where it is now, um, how Not popular? Not at all. Yeah.
0: No, no. Like we didn't know what to expect, you know, like the creators casted the show and it was, it was, it was Kyle and I's group of friends and we had been spending summers in the Hamptons for years and years. And, you know, so to have cameras following us along, we were just like, Oh, well, we do this anyway, you know, and we didn't know where it was going to go. We didn't know what was going to happen, how long it was going to last. Um, you know, I think five years on uh, TV is like, that's when, you know, like you have a little bit of staying power.
1: Yeah. That's why I was wondering if it gets harder to come back each year because we were hit with the horrible news at the end of last week's episode that they said uh, the season finale of Summer House will be this week. And I feel like That should be illegal. They should have given us a four-week warning because I wasn't emotionally prepared to say goodbye to you guys this week. Um, I I feel like we've got like another three or four episodes to go. They really snuck that and it just, it upset a lot of us.
0: Okay, well, we at least have a two-part reunion after the finale. (laughs) And you got in person
1: this time, right? You got an actual set.
0: A full blown actual set reunion. Yeah. I mean, no, we can, I mean, we can talk about how there's going to be a reunion, but you know, I
1: just. (laughs) That's what I was. One of my questions is like over the years at this point, how much lover boy do you think you've consumed?
0: A lot. I will say though, (laughs) when I have like a strictly lover boy night, (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: there are strictly lover boy nights.
0: Well, it's just like, if you're just like, I'm going to drink lover boy tonight, I do not wake up with a hangover and I'm always shocked. I'm like, I had a lot of lover boys. How did I not have a hangover? And I, I was like, Kyle, like, I remember this summer, I was like, Kyle, um, I don't have, I drink a lot of lover boys and I don't have a hangover. And he was like, LOL. Uh, that's the point. And I was like, it really works.
1: <laughs> no, I, well, I mean, sometimes it's really funny to watch the house when you get going. And like for a while, that was the joke where they were keeping Kyle was complaining about distribution for Lover Boy. And then we saw all the Lover Boy in the house. And people were like bathing in Lover Boy at one point. And I was like, we can't get the Lover Boy. We got to go liberate the summer house. That's where it is. Yeah, he
0: um, like charged the yeah,
1: summer. Exactly. We uh, what, Lover Boy,
0: like signs outside. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wait, so how long did you know Kyle before the show started?
0: I met Kyle the summer of 2014. I actually was in his summer house um, in Montauk for Memorial Day weekend. I met him through Christina Gibson, who was on season one. That was your,
1: which I have a question. People wanted to know what happened because you guys lived together outside of the show and had a falling out at the end of season one.
0: Yeah, uh, yes, we did. <laughs> what, what's
1: people, the no, people were very excited. They just wanted to see it, ask if you still talk to her. No. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Kyle, you met her through Christina.
0: Yeah, I met Kyle through Christina, um, and we spent Memorial Day weekend of the summer of 2014 at his summer house. Um, and that's how I first met Kyle. And I was like, this guy is a character. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> he, was, he was out of control. And, um, yeah, he is exactly the same person now. I mean a little bit more mature and grown up and just pees outside a little bit more, but Well, that's
1: I was wondering about the plumbing in the summer house because it seems his preferable place is outside and uh the summer house seems like it might not have any kind of running water or an oven that works, which I found interesting. <laughs>
0: You know, Carl and I, we were were joking one day. We're like, let's just put an oven on top of an oven, a painting on top of a painting, (laughs) a statue on top of a statue. And like, (laughs) like I, you know, that was the landlord, like the, the owner, the house owner. It was his way of, um, fixing the situation because in the Hamptons, in order to fix an oven, it takes a couple of weeks and we were only there for, you know, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they gave us a lot of conventional ovens and toasters.
1: (laughs) Well, part of me was wondering, part of me was wondering if like they set that up as a broken oven to see how you guys would band together as a house and as teamwork, but obviously it was just a broken oven.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. There was exactly. no storyline to be had there. It was just a broken oven.
1: <laughs> you realize the fan base reads into everything that you guys do. Like every show, there are it, it's like it's like the TV show Lost or something. Everybody has fan theories. Everybody like Des and Hannah. When did that timeline start? The like everybody makes oh, the timeline. There's a
0: lot of theories about me. Just ask the psychic. She can well, can everything.
1: I wanted to tell you, I got a DM earlier this week that said I was going to talk to you. So I was really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you met Kyle so long ago, but I was kind of wondering what brought you to New York in the first place. We got to find out, which was amazing after you body tackled Kyle a couple episodes <laughs> ago, that you were in the ROTC, which was like, that was like this huge piece of information. But like, what was your upbringing? Like what brought you to New York?
0: Yeah. Isn't that like a fun thing? It's like like a little known fact that people don't know about you. It's like Lindsay was in the ROTC program. And they even have a
1: picture of it. And I was like, oh my God, this is like the best origin story of Lindsay ever.
0: Yeah, it makes it like all of a sudden things make sense, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. You're like, oh,
1: <laughs>
0: now I get it. Um, yeah, what brought me to New York? So I went to the University of Florida. I majored in public relations. I'm 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 one of those like very few people who actually winds up doing in a career what they set out to do <laughs> uh, as a you're, major. You're the
1: one, okay? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and I graduated from University of Florida in 2008 in the middle of a recession and um, moved to New York three days later, sold everything, like came to New York with two suitcases and, you know. A dream. Yeah, a dream and and some cross fingers. And um, I had some interviews lined up at PR firms. I got the first interview. Um, uh, the first interview that I had, I got that job uh, at that PR firm. Worked there for about a year, Um, crushed it, you know, (laughs) of course, Uh, but I was a little bit cold and being a Florida girl, I was like, ah, it's a little cold in New York. So I moved to LA a year later and worked at a PR firm in LA. Um, But yeah, what originally brought me to New York in the first place was a career. And if you're going to work in public relations, there's no better city in the entire world to start your career in public relations in New York city.
1: And you actually started your own PR firm, which of course is Hubhouse. And what is it like being on a reality show where we actually like where you might someday advise like a reality, like, you know, how the PR game works. What's it like then being somebody that is involved themselves personally in things that involve PR, you know, like you are potentially one of your own clients in certain ways.
0: Yeah, um, you know what's so interesting? I I cannot, for the life of me, do PR on myself. Otherwise, I would (laughs) be very different on reality TV. I Um, wouldn't have got
1: you. I I wouldn't have been able to interview you probably, so. Yeah,
0: no, I, no, but not even that. Like, I I do PR for brands, not people. I don't even know how to protect myself. Like, I'm just like a disaster (laughs) of a human sometimes. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, so I do, I do PR for brands and, you know, PR as an industry is a very interesting industry, um, when you're, when you're representing brands and it's changed so much over the last five years and social media changed the game a lot and for the better, but also it made it a little bit less challenging. So, um, so yeah, I mean, PR, (laughs) oh God, (laughs) If I could do personal PR, maybe I would, but that's also very challenging in and of itself. Well, I was just
1: wondering if you, like, do you watch every episode? Yeah. I mean, like, that's what I was wondering. Like, how would you advise yourself as your own PR person? Like, like looking in retrospect of each season, because you have been one of the main people that have been completely open. Like, I mean, even when we see you're hurt, even when we see, like, we've seen that, you've put that out there completely. I think
0: that's like the essence of who I am though, right? Like, I don't know how to not be myself. Like, I really, I like, even if I if I'm not wearing my heart on my sleeve, it's written on my face, like how I feel. Oh my God.
1: That's you did. That's what I said. You are like a silent film star. I said, Chaplin could not make, I said there are certain faces where you make, where I get scared that I've upset you. Like (laughs) I, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Like, like the, I, I, there are certain things like, do you know who I am when you came out to the pool or something like that? you, really, you can tell when you're angry. You can tell when you're ecstatic. You can tell when you're not listening. You can tell, I mean,
0: I'd be a terrible actress. I mean, the Luke
1: Luke ring thing last week was amazing. Like he was like, Hey, and you're like, get your ring thing. Now it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Go now. He was like, Oh now. Okay. I want to go now. Um,
0: (laughs) he was like, Oh, okay. um, Um, no, so I I listen, as a publicist for myself, I would probably say uh maybe don't get so drunk all the time. Um but like but also do cuz yeah. like you 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 make for good TV on accident. Um you know, but I would be like I don't know. Like maybe sometimes like <laughs> not Maybe just like sometimes not get activated, <laughs> I, you know, like that would be like the publicist to myself. Again, I'm a terrible personal publicist. No, I,
1: this is I. This I why I, I work uh,
0: with brands? <laughs>
1: well, um, in terms of though, like so you know, we, we did get to see, we do get to see, uh, lucky enough to see your love life. And we, you know, from Everett to Carl, to Payman, to Stravi, you know, and, but that's like a really personal thing. Like, and, and yeah. you're dealing with that. We see you dealing with that with Stravi right now. And I think this week's episode, there's another potential fight. Uh, is that, I mean, like I'll sit there and play back the movie of my life and past relationships and be like, oh God. And I don't even get th- there's nobody filming it. Does it hurt you when you see these things played back? Um,
0: I I can say number one, I'm I'm very excited for this season to be over. <laughs> so I don't have to continue reliving <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so my sorry past relationship. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I'm like, I'm accustomed to it at this point and I'm used to it and 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 you know uh, Like whatever. Right. But I, uh, you know, it does, it doesn't hurt me in a way that's like, I miss that person. It's just as like, I've already broken up with this person and I have to relive the time before we broke up like over and over. Um, So I'm just sort of just like waiting for that to happen. I think as far as watching my very, very personal relationships unfold on camera, I think number one, we have a very beautiful uh, opportunity that most people don't have to reflect um, and learn from our mistakes. And sometimes I do learn and grow and sometimes I don't. And um, I also just think I have like a bad picker with like, with like men. And I think that's like a result of like me just like, I enjoy like people, like personalities. And unfortunately with Stravi, like he convinced me that he had a personality in the very beginning that (laughs) uh, he didn't necessarily have in real yeah. life. And I was, uh, it was a classic case of bait and switch. And I struggled with that. Right. Because
1: and I, we saw you struggle with that. Yeah. We, we saw you even talking it out to Danielle to your, yeah, son, I
0: was like, him. I don't like to give up on things like, like, it's like, as a parent, like, you know, you tell your kid, like never give up, right? But like sometimes you should give up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that's and
0: well, then I did. I actually broke up with the guy. You guys saw it on the beach.
1: And then he came back. He had. And then he came back, and, and I was like, stuff. oh
0: god, I can't even, I can't even shake him off my leg. My
1: parents were very uh, surprised. They were like, no, he didn't. Oh my god, he put all the no. They like they were shocked that he came back. It's hysterical to get my parents' view of any of this stuff. Like they they get a bad vibe from Hannah. They they think Paige is cute. They think Carl. My mom thinks Carl's very tall. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah that's what I, I the, the two things I, I learn uh, being a, a straight dude that watches Bravo, I've learned more about the female experience than uh most any other network. And do you watching, have a girlfriend? I d I don't know. Um uh,
0: so you just watch it as a man on your own.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. It's like my like I'm a unicorn, geez. What are you gonna roast me now? This is no, <laughs> I'm
0: I'm just asking questions.
1: I think the, uh <laughs> that's great. Where my do mom, you live? <laughs> Los Angeles. Um so, <laughs> too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 thinking about moving. Um so what I wanted to ask, uh I'm actually lost my place, but uh
0: Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew I could I, throw you off. Uh,
1: you really did. This is wow, what have you turned it around on me now? Um
0: uh I'm taking over the podcast. I, I now. know, geez.
1: <laughs> So I, I guess with the, the Saravi situation, did you, in retrospect, regret bringing him to the house, even though it really did make for so many amazing moments? Uh, but that moment, you know, all those moments included like your heart and stuff like that. <laughs> but I mean, do you I mean, do you see the benefits of having him there for the show? Like, are you able to separate that?
0: I don't, I don't regret bringing him to the house at all. Um, you know, as Danielle always says, it's, it's the Hail Mary pass that I was throwing that I didn't know I was throwing. We were having issues, uh, before going to the house. And I was like, you know, even leading up, I was like, uh, you know, a month beforehand, I was like, yo, we cannot walk into the house with these issues. Like you don't understand how relationships are like the focal point of the show, and like we're going to get roasted. Like we need to go to couples therapy. So we went to like a two different like couples therapy sessions. With I turned my therapist into a couples therapist, and then a and We week got to see your
1: therapist. Was that is yeah. that your real therapist? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's my real therapist. Although I did change recently to a, a different therapist. Um, but yeah, and then a week before going into the house, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good for our relationship. Like, you should really think long and hard if you want (laughs) to come. Yeah. Uh, not me, because I don't have to think long and hard about it. I've been on since day one. Like, you need to think
1: long and hard. (laughs)
0: Um, And, you know, it it brings up a lot of questions, right? Like, and then you, and then you see it all unravel. And I think Stravi almost thought like I was just going to walk in and be like, oh my God, I'm so in love with my boyfriend. Like, this is like, you know, I'm, I'm in this happy, blissful relationship. And like, that's not who I am. Like anyone who knows me knows like, I'm going to be truthful and real And I think bringing him into the house, like, and and seeing how he interacted with everyone else and seeing how he reacted to me, like, you should be, first of all, like, this is a $5 million house in the Hamptons, like, with a swimming pool and a huge backyard and a tennis court it and a lot ecstatic. of static.
1: He's he's over there yeah. playing Tetris on his computer all day long or something.
0: Exactly. So I was just like, I'm, I don't regret bringing him there because it, it showed me a lot that I needed to see and a crucial point in time in our relationship.
1: Was it interesting to watch the other guys who obviously had relationships with him as well through you? You know, we saw. Ky- I mean, Kyle seemed like he was crying more about Stravi leaving than you that that night. <laughs> and uh, Carl, uh, you know, which I love. I mean, Carl just had like a not a magical season. He went through heartache, but he it was so cool to see him. You know, uh, I, I mean, I started making my bed because of Carl this this year, and <laughs> it's like, see, wasn't Carl's it? Carl's
0: very militant about oh, his bed. I, I know, too, which is. Yeah, I, it was, uh, I actually am I'm pretty militant about how I make my bed as well.
1: <laughs> but when you watch these main things back where you're not there for like, you know, watching Carl say his talking head where he's like, you know, Hubs is my number one, da-da-da. You know, that's got to make you feel good. But is it interesting to watch those guys interact with your guy at the time in retrospect?
0: Um, You know, Carl you know, Carl's one of my best friends, absolutely in the world. And I don't, I kind of always knew he didn't favor Stravi, but he like put up with him, yeah. um, you know, for me and my, in my behalf. Um, you know, like, it's not like shocking. No, like I,
1: like no, you no, do no. what you have
0: to do as a friend, you do what you have to do as a friend. <laughs> And like, then you just like, you bite your tongue and you like, let them figure it out for themselves. And then once they figure it out, then you tell them how you really feel.
1: (laughs) I just, I was just, I think Kyle had cried three times in that episode and he was like, Oh yeah. He's on my birthday. I know. I walked upstairs.
0: I swear to God, I walked upstairs and I was like, are you crying? And Kyle's like, (laughs) This left, And I was like, ah, he does it all the time. It's I think, yeah, late. I think he
1: wanted you to cry with him. It was like a mutual, like a cry fest and it didn't, it didn't happen. You kept celebrating. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I, I shed all the tears I had.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. It, I had when, no more
0: tears left at that point.
1: <laughs> as Ariana Grande says. Yeah. Um, okay. Where do you currently, and I guess this is the question is uh, the first episode of this season, we got uh, audio of Hannah speaking to a podcaster about you. And, um, and it made the show. So I was hoping you would say something about Hannah uh, on this podcast. So I can make the first episode of next season. Uh, Is there any, (laughs) is there any, no, where are you guys? Okay. Are you guys good? Or it seems, I don't know. It seems like everybody in there. I
0: mean, I, I feel like, you know, listen, like I'm more forgiving. This is my problem in life. I'm more forgiving than a lot of people on our show. And, and like I can see like multiple sides of the coin and, Um, I think Hannah, uh, you know, she, God bless her. I just, I think she was more inauthentic to herself this season than she should have been. Like, she just, she was more calculated. I think we
1: got confused with the Luke situation because it almost felt like there was like a, a gaslighting of the audience in some ways it felt like because I really... I really grew to like Luke and I've spoke to Luke and, and, you know, Luke has his faults, of course, but I, I just, I, I didn't know if I was seeing the right thing happening. It was just, I was like, wait a second. I they- think
0: you were, I think you were. I, I mean, listen, Luke is a typical New York city. Good dude. Yeah. Good looking guy. Like if I, I mean, how many times have I, as Lindsay Hubbard Hubhouse like, gone out on a date or like hooked up with a guy and been ghosted. Like, I'm not going to make that guy's life a living hell. Like imagine if I did that to Carl, right? Like Carl and I had a stint last season. Yeah, you guys
1: managed to like totally. Re-
0: yeah. And imagine, imagine if, if we didn't and I just spent the next year of my life being like, you're a terrible person, Carl. You, you know what I mean? Like I just would never do that. So I was like, what is going on? Like Luke to me is just like a typical guy. He, yes. Does he get himself into like messy, unfortunate situations as a good looking guy? Dude in New York yeah, City? Like Yeah. That's just like a guy. That's what a guy does. Like, and it's you as a girl who claims that you're strong, like you should just be a strong girl then, or if you're not, then you want to like bring him down. Like that doesn't make you stronger.
1: I was just wondering so, if we didn't see like I felt like we were missing a huge piece of the puzzle. I was like, "Are we not?" No, seeing you something? weren't
0: missing. You weren't missing anything.
1: Well, then the Sierra issue. Like, I mean, and did uh, uh, did Sierra fit in well with the house? Like, this is her first season. Did, did um, was she a good fit for the house in your opinion?
0: <laughs> um, I thought like you know Sierra came in with like a lot of good positive energy, and she came in as Luke's friend. So I was a little confused why. You know, as, as Carl, like, pointed out, and I was, like, very glad, like, when it was, like, girls' night and guys' night, and, like, Carl pointed out at guys' night, like, you know, if Sierra came in as Luke's friend, why is she not continuing to be his friend? But I do think Hannah sort of, like, threw her cape over her.
1: That's what and- it looked like. It read, and, she, and I know since then she said that's not the case, and Sierra said that's not the case, but from seeing it, it was like, I mean it just all of a sudden it's like she went like bee's eye for Sierra and like even when she was like hurt and upset she directed all those comments at Sierra and then Sierra kind of got attached to Hannah and I like Sierra she seems like awesome but it was just interesting to watch that where I was like wow now Sierra completely hates Luke and all even the talking heads she was like well I forgive him but I won't forget and I was like what what did he do to her that was so bad you know
0: I I still don't know I have no idea if there was something bigger or that yeah people aren't i didn't know if she about. saw the, like, I'm the lonely really box sh-
1: of condoms in luke's room that he brought you know <laughs> <laughs> wait wait do you know the luke song do you know suit and tie hair slick back
0: also like who brings condoms so, <laughs> who and then- wears condoms anymore <laughs>
1: Well, by the way, he's a respectable gentleman. He wants to give the option, but I think that thing remained in plastic the whole time. But I love that they would do this lonely shot of a, a full box of condoms because like, that was in Luke's yeah. head was going to be like the summer of a lifetime, you know? yeah. Uh, You were the only person that stuck up for Luke, though, in that situation you were talking about with Girls' Night. And it seems like you're like that in a lot of things. And I think that's why people really like you, is that you do speak your mind and you do seem to stick up for what's right and wrong. And I could be reading into that, but...
0: No, no, that's who I am. Even if it's not the popular opinion, even if like the room I'm sitting in is like, oh, shit, like they're not going to agree with me, but I am going to defend somebody who I feel like needs to be defended. You know, I... I don't like when people are ganged up on and I've made that very clear season after season after season. And, you know, even if it is Luke and maybe he is a boy and like not making the right decisions or like leading girls on or whatever, like he's still a nice guy. He's still genuinely means well. He he's never done any harm, real actual harm to hurt you. So like, why are we like shitting on him all summer long? Like, why is this a shit on Luke summer? Like it should not be that way. And I didn't like it. And it was like, you know, five, maybe a month or five weeks into being in the house. And I'm like, why are we still shitting on Luke? Like come up with something new to talk about. Like, (laughs) Is he really like? Yeah. Oh, he texted you after nine. I'm so sorry. Well, that's what I was like. I like I have
1: friends that are girls that I text after nine, and after that, we've all like I've been tiptoeing around a nine p.m. after text because I didn't realize there were hardcore rules like that with girls. No,
0: I think it's like I and 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 we talked about this on the reunion, so maybe you'll see it. But like, I think it's like more like city to city. Like in New York City, like you get you get until midnight. <laughs> If you text me after midnight, then that's a booty call. Like, you know, for, to Sierra's point, like maybe in Atlanta, it's like nine. But in New York City or the Hamdens, it's like midnight. So I don't know. I, at the spa night, like, you know, I really wanted to, I just like was not willing to like jump on the bandwagon of ruining someone's character when I know that the character is genuine At the core. And I feel like that's who Luke is. And if it was not the popular opinion, I didn't care. Um, I can stand strong and tall on my own as an individual.
1: That's ROTC training right there. That's ROTC. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, I, I love you guys. I love seeing your social media or any of you guys. And it's like you, Luke, and Carl, like you guys actually hang out on the weekends. Like yeah. you actually, and it's like you get the sense like these are real friendships. And I those are my favorite reality shows when it's like not people casted to hang out together, but they actually have a bond outside of when cameras roll. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Uh Luke, yeah. Luke, uh Luke, Carl, Lindsay, Danielle. Um, and you know, every now and then, Kyle and Amanda, but they, you know, they have puppies to take care of. Oh, right yeah, now. they
1: got like eight billion puppies, which i <laughs> I wonder if Kyle got those to like keep the kids at bay. He's like, i, uh, let's do six dogs.
0: No, Kyle Kyle <laughs> Kyle, like allowed Amanda to like foster a dog, and the dog happened to be pregnant. and then, the, <laughs> and, then and then the dog had, like, five or six little puppies and I was like I am looking at Amanda like I see what you're doing but I'm also looking at Kyle like I see what you're doing <laughs> like
1: we're wow. both sending like
0: <laughs> subliminal messages to each other through puppies
1: um uh, Danielle killed it this season I think Danielle like had the best one another one that I You know, and I hate to admit this, but coming in, I was kind of like, well, it's at least somebody for uh, Lindsay to bounce off of because I didn't like the power dynamic sometimes with Paige and Hannah and even sometimes Amanda last season. So I love that she was there, but I was kind of like, "Ah." but then it turned out she was like, I loved learning more about Danielle's life. And I know you're actually her real friend in real life. I mean, was that cool to watch back? Like kind of how, I mean, she just made a lot of strides and even in relationships with Robert, it just seems really cool.
0: Yeah, I was stoked for Danielle. By the way, she's been this way since day one. She has always been low key, like this badass, even more so than me. Like she works in a very male dominated field in fintech, financial tech. Um, And, you know, she has to manage a a group of men who don't necessarily always want to answer to a woman. And um, she's had to really pave her way in her career. And um, she's very intelligent. She uh, is very articulate. And I've always known this about her. And I was very, very excited that this season, you as viewers were able to like see like why she used to be late to get on the train you know to come to the Hamptons in the previous seasons like because she's like working her fucking ass off more than anyone in the house way more than anyone in the house she is working her ass off and she's working in a male-dominated field as a woman and trying to survive and trying to like pave her own way. And, and, you know, like, I've always respected her for that. And, you know, she, you know, there's not enough like credit given to women. Like what, you know, it's always like, oh, like men, like, they're just like, you know, doing their thing and like working their hardest until they're 40. And then all of a sudden they're like, wake up one day and they're like, okay, I'm ready for a wife and kids. (laughs) Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I pick you. And then they have a wife and kids. Like with women, like what happens to women when they're trying to pave their way? Like we're just like shit on because we're doing the same thing as men, but we don't get to go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. at the end of the day when we're 40. And we've been focused on our career too. And like, that's, so I really respect Danielle. And like the fact that she incorporated, you know, Robert- Um, she met him right before, you know, filming this year and I met him. Um and he and they live together now and they're they're beautiful and amazing and I can't wait for them to have babies. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's breaking news, guys. They might have babies. Um, no, I, I thought that was really awesome. Even her talking about like having to dress down at work to be less feminine in right. a male-dominated industry, which I thought was really interesting. Um, you speak about lists and like men going, okay, we're forty. You know, now is the time to do this. Now you made a list as well, and I had an existential crisis because of your list, because I was like, I, I really, I asked so many of my friends, I go, do you have a list? I love
0: how honest you are. Like, I, I I feel like we should just podcast every day
1: together. Wait, by the way, can we do a, uh, Casey, can we do a podcast or, um, but but like, I, I sat there and I read your list seriously. And I was like, fuck, I have not done most of the, like, and you didn't have start a podcast on your list. And that's the only thing I've done. Did you like, have you eased up on yourself a little bit? Because like you have June of this year, you have to move in with somebody and you have, I mean, like that, that part scared me because it was like, I felt like a failure looking at your list. And I didn't know like, how long have you had that list? And do you update that list every year?
0: Oh my God. Okay. So let's just like back up for a minute. That list was a very specific. (laughs) Let me get closer to the microphone here. Yes, please. (laughs) That list was a very specific list with me and Steven. Uh, That was not a Lindsey Hubbard timeline for Lindsey Hubbard alone. That was-
1: A specific list.
0: I one day was like, you know, it was around like the holidays of like December 2019 before COVID. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, like if I had my ideal timeline in place- and then by February of 2020, right before COVID, he randomly asked me like, oh, do you have a timeline for us? And I was like, uh, actually I do. And I wrote it down and he was like, show me. And I was like, no, I don't think I should show you. And he was like, no, no, no. Like I want, I, I said, I don't want to scare you. Like I please, like I, I wrote this for myself, like yeah. as my own manifestation for us. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, show me. And so I showed him that one balmy February afternoon on a Saturday. And yeah, it was actually like (laughs) a nice warm February day. We were day drinking, whatever. So I showed him this timeline. And after like multiple, like, I don't want to scare you, you know, like warnings. (laughs) And he was like, "Um, I agree. I agree with this. It's very fair. I agree with this. Absolutely. I'm into this timeline. And I was like, okay. So that was a very like specific Lindsay and Steven timeline. It was not like Lindsay wants this on her own in life. Like that was like, I thought this was going to be my forever person. Yeah. And I wanted to create like, and manifest a timeline that worked for the both of us. That was fair to the both of us. And obviously it didn't work out. Um, but you know, like I just, I want to clear that up.
1: No, no. Thank you. That, That actually does clear a lot of things up. And I do, I mean, do you still have that list? Do you, oh yeah, I mean, it's
0: in it's in my notebook. You want me to get the notebook? I'll give I'll
1: give you five hundred dollars for it. I'll give you. I want to start a reality show. Oh. museum. And that be. Oh my God, she's going to get the lit. This is this is like when uh, Tom Sandoval brought out his chunky sweater for me that Jacks owned. Wow. Oh, I thought you were going to
0: say when he started shaving his eyebrows
1: on camera. Oh God, could you imagine if you got Tom Sandoval forehead hair? Okay,
0: here's what's even funnier. It's in a oh, Bravo. It was in, a Bravo, it's in a,
1: Bravo a Bravo notebook. Oh my God.
0: And. And here it is, you guys! Oh
1: <laughs> my God, Lindsay, thank you so much. I am—I feel like I just won the lottery or something. That's amazing.
0: Timeline for life. life.
1: Wait, if we if we flip back a couple of pages, is there like a payment list? Is there a Carl list? Is there any so other? Let's
0: li- see. Oh, this was the. Um, oh, I had a list of like 2020 weddings that all got canceled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: all the weddings I had to attend in 2020 that all got canceled
1: <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good thing actually just financially um okay two last things I know you you know we're running out of time here we're, um, we're not
0: running out of time you well, didn't no,
1: have me... okay well I know don't listen uh, to
0: Casey don't no, listen to she's, Casey she's
1: having to sit here and uh but um
0: no but uh, Casey can go um Casey
1: can
0: go. okay I I do want to say though I do want to say I felt Okay, if you think about my timeline, honestly, Ryan, yeah, think about this. I did not say summer of twenty twenty to get engaged. I did not say that.
1: You said living together for a year, right?
0: I said oh, engaged plus 20, I said summer of twenty twenty one. Yes, engaged and living together for a year, but in a relationship for two years. So I was very like. I'm giving this guy some space did, yeah. and time. I felt like I was very fair. Look, this is the actual fucking I timeline.
1: I'm looking at the actual time. This really is for the, my love of the show. This is really a make a wish thing for him. That's amazing. Um, Okay, when you see the preview for I'm you,
0: activated. I'm fucking out. I know.
1: Well, I do want to talk about your t-shirt line because you have the most iconic uh phrases from this season. You did activate it, I'm activated already, which turned into one. But then this year, did you even did you even count on how many sandwiches have you made for me? Because I, I was like the first time I heard it, that I was like, oh, that's iconic. That's I I,
0: I had no idea. I like didn't know.
1: <laughs> no I mean it's so like it was so good but, I didn't only,
0: know that I I think like, I works. just wasn't that Yeah I know
1: angle with you coming in and you throw like it, it you were so <laughs> into it and those are what makes it's like I'm a I grew up a theater actor and I was like you could write a line like that, but the way you delivered the line was so truthful that there was so much like pathos behind it. Yeah, like I was like, this is way more than sandwiches, you guys. And- Yeah,
0: it, it was, the sandwich was a metaphor for my relationship, right? Like if you think about it, like how many sandwiches have you made for me? None. That means I'm not getting anything out of this relationship. Like that's very simply broken down. If you t- If you take the sandwich as a metaphor- to my relationship at that time, like that's how I felt. Like you, you're asking me for sandwiches and drinks and like whatever, everything. Put your toiletries away, do your laundry, like whatever. Like, like what are you doing for me? Yeah, like, I what mean, am I getting out of this relationship. And by the way, I spent all of COVID cooking, and I spent all of COVID like coming up with ideas of things to do, and I spent all of COVID. You know, trying to keep the romance alive like what did you do for me during that time and what are you what are you doing for me now? How many sandwiches have you made for me?
1: I mean, did, because did, I'm
0: pretty sure it's none.
1: I mean, did he ever end up like, I mean, even in the, the when he came back the second time, we just saw it last week, you guys were talking again, or maybe two weeks ago when he, he was like back at the same computer. And I was like, dude, step away from the computer. Like, don't even sit in that area. It's a, like a cursed area. Did he ever make you a sandwich? Did he ever no. even just really never? No. Um, uh, okay. So when you saw the trailer come out for this season, there, there was this, this, bit they put in there that they really led audiences to believe that you that and I Luke,
0: hooked up with Luke. Yeah. And
1: they even put the audio in, which I found that, you know, you said it last week when you went in to talk to him about ring sizes. Oh, right. hello, Lucas. And right. they with the door shut. Do you get livid when you see that first trailer? Like I, I, or you like, I texted
0: li- Hannah. I go, God damn it, burner.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like it was like, we were all waiting for this and it was like a real um, I re- I remember that episode and all the uh, I know. the online people were going wild because it was like, oh my god, did this happen? Didn't it happen? And then it was really left up in the air. But like, I just wonder what that's like when it's your actual life, and then they kind of try to play a little game with the audience.
0: Well, I mean, you guys tuned in. (laughs) I know.
1: No, it was amazing. I just didn't know personally what like that puts you through. If you're like then dealing with a lot of people in your personal life and having to be like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, you know. Well,
0: in in my personal life, like, I don't think anyone believed that. Like all of my best friends know, like if I were to hook up with Luke, every single one of my best friends and I had spoken to them after that happened in real time over summer. And I was like, these girls like are trying to like come up with some like ridiculous like stories that I hooked up with Luke. And like, my best friends are like, Lindsay, you're the first person who literally tells everybody about everything. Like I call all of my best friends. I'm like, I did something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like <laughs> well,
1: That's real. I mean, that's what we do when we, yeah. I mean. Um, like if
0: I hooked up with Luke, I would have called like uh, somebody, anybody, and been like, oh, I I did something. I don't know how, I don't know what to do about it. But the fact of the matter is I never made that call, which, yeah, you know, and I never, happen, yeah. yeah. And yeah. listen, like, you know, like when I said like, do you know who I am? it's, it wasn't like in like this, like egotistical way. Like I'm a very loyal person. I do not cheat on boyfriends. (laughs) Maybe I should have, but I didn't. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I'm not a cheater. I'm a very loyal person, unfortunately loyal. And for somebody to attack my character, like that's what I saw in that moment. Like I didn't care. I like, I didn't care that they thought I hooked up with Luke. I cared that they were trying to attack my character. And I, that's just like, not who I am. Like I'm like.
1: Completely. When you did that, I realized, oh, this didn't happen at all. Because Luke, it was funny. Luke was kind of like a little slow on the uptake and he didn't like page came to him trying to find some stuff out and he was just like why are you guys like all of a sudden he was like why are you guys talking to me this is cool and he yeah didn't know, he was like i don't he was completely rope doped and and then you were he, like he "I played know played exactly. hockey <laughs> <laughs> God, he took a couple of, wait wasn't that funny when the guy had a like, lot
0: of concussions
1: <laughs> take a shot to my chest let's uh do a slap shot to my chest um, okay, no keep keep on subject though
0: keep on subject, okay yes yes I, yes I like where you're going with this <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, I just think that it's very interesting that you knew exactly what was happening in that moment. Luke didn't, and you were able to shut it down completely. Well, not
0: really though. Like they thought I owed them an explanation the next day. And I was like, huh? Like, you guys came after me and then wanted me to owe you an explanation the next day. Like, who the fuck do you think you are?
1: I love that you're like giggly squat. You're and and you're like a psychic. A psychic told you we all have psychics tell all yeah. of us. I love that. That was amazing. I,
0: I have psychics reaching out to me every fucking day in my DMs. Come on.
1: <laughs> um, Relax. Uh, are you are you you seem like you're good with Paige? Are you you are you guys good?
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think, I think so for the most part. Are you guys sure. on
1: like a text chain together? I always ask this of reality stars. Like, I yeah, we,
0: we have like, we have like a summer house season five, uh, group chat that we text in, um, you know, and then I think people have like different group chats, but yeah. Um,
1: have- so final couple things, uh, a Patreon member wanted to know if, uh, you miss Steven, not, not Steven. If you miss, uh, Jordan. It was Jordan. Wait, wait, isn't Jordan the guy with the face masks that he always. Jordan I, from the, the, season two oh, or yeah, is it three? From season three, yeah. <laughs> wait, remember the face mask? Okay. Well, you well, got I, your answer. Wow, that answer. Okay. Uh, and then this is, I guess, the most difficult question is what is your favorite sandwich? And. We saw recently that somebody did make you a sandwich. Does that mean you are taken again? Are you available for dating? Where are we in the sandwich making process?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start a new like dating app.
1: <laughs> hey, Hubhouse, Hubhouse, Lovehouse, Hubhouse, Lovehouse.
0: This is like sandwich, sandwich house. <laughs> yes. Um. Um. My favorite sandwich. Okay, I like um, cold cut. I like roast beef. <laughs> and then toasted. I like Italian.
1: Okay. I toasted
0: Italian with provolone. Mm. Um, and then who made me the sandwich in my Instagram? Um, well, you
1: well, I to- mean, there was a guy that, that actually put it on his Instagram as well. I'm not going to say that name or anything like that, but there was a guy that I think took credit for the sandwich. Um, it wasn't me, but I just, so I mean, if, if are you, are you jealous, Ryan? I, I'm livid right now. You guys, I, I need to track this guy down. I'm assuming he lives. You're in
0: so upset.
1: I really, I mean, I, I'm activated now, Lindsay, this has activated me when I saw they
0: send you my address and you Please. can send me a sandwich. What if I just like, send Look. a bunch of
1: roast beef and, and to- here's your toasted sandwich. Um, uh, um,
0: listen, you listen, I, I, um, until I'm ready. To announce anything in my dating <laughs> life, <laughs> I will announce it. But will I'll. You, will I'll you announce crumb. it on here?
1: <laughs> would you? Would you announce it on the podcast? Uh, when you're, you're ready. If you're when lucky. You're ready. If you're lucky. Okay. Um if you send
0: me a sandwich.
1: <laughs> I definitely will anytime that you need a sandwich. Um uh Lindsay Hubbard, uh, where can we find these uh shirts? Because I do actually want the have you made a sandwich for me? The activated, you're wearing a tie-dye activated shirt right now. I'm yeah, because assuming-
0: I'm activated AF.
1: <laughs> By the way, you um, I got the full Lindsay experience today, and I want to thank you for that. Where can we get these t-shirts? Can I just go to your Instagram?
0: No, you can go to shophubs.com. Shop hubbs.com And then, uh, yeah. Or just go to, yeah, go to my Instagram lens hubs,
1: lens hubs. And you, you survived the, uh, you survived the reunion obviously. And she's not wearing a back brace guys, because she has carried this show on her back the entire season. And <laughs> she seems like she's still sitting up straight, but the reunion, I know we can't get into it, but it was good. You were happy with it. And we'll get to see it uh, really yeah, soon. Yeah, you
0: guys will get to see it. I mean, we have two parts, if that says anything.
1: <laughs> was, was there any moment that you were like, okay, this is awesome. Like, they're going to love this.
0: Oh, Danielle went, like, full-blown. Like, there was tears, there was laughs, there was yelling. There, was, I, it, it literally, the reunion looked like a... Like, we were in Summer House. Like, there was, like, fighting going on in one area. There's tears going on over here, like... There's someone storming off, like I'm chasing that person, trying to like wrangle them in. Like it was a, it was exactly Summerhouse on set. <laughs>
1: um. Well, Lindsay, I just want to tell you, uh, thank you for doing this. Your show really did mean a lot to all of us, especially these last two seasons, because last year was COVID and we were stuck in the house, and we got to watch you guys party, and that really. I remember talking to so many people that it really um, it was the one day of the week we looked forward to and same with this season. So thank you so much um, for Aww. you really, you really killed it and you seem like you are the person that you portray on screen, which is really cool. Uh, and whether it be, you know, uh, you know, fall, spring, winter, or summer house, I hope you're in all. <laughs> of the and we, we love you so much. So thank you so much for doing this.
0: Well, thank you, Ryan. I mean, as, as uh, being a straight guy, <laughs> who watches that's, Bravo on his own without uh, a girlfriend? That's you, the takeaway.
1: That's the uh, that's the takeaway. You there.
0: really, you really are like you know paving the way for other straight guys who I don't be- have girlfriends. <laughs> Finally, bringing
1: respectability back to straight men everywhere. I think you know. Thank um, you. Thank you. This was awesome. Um, and we will talk to you next time.
0: Betches.